0: Welcome to The Real Review, sponsored by Parametric and Lazy Ape Studios, where you get some of the latest happenings, real thoughts, and perspectives in the world of film and television. I am Joel Cunningham, and I'm here with Matty.
1: Matty Hay, and you're, yeah, Joel Cunningham. Perfect. Yeah. You nailed your name just absolutely perfectly.
0: I, I usually do. Yeah, that's that's good. It's a good thing. Some, di- some dies. <laughs> some, dies. <laughs> some days, Some days I don't. And then I feel stupid. Yeah, for getting my name wrong. Yeah. So, uh, welcome to our (laughs) tube. Tube. I can't even say. I can't even say stuff today. (laughs) <laughs> I should just give up now. <laughs> I can't say stuff. So what well, was your brother, John? Blah 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 blah. Yeah. <laughs> so this is our Tube Talk episode where we review some of the latest TV shows uh, and their episodes, and talk about some of the upcoming shows. Uh, there's some news and things that are going to be happening with shows. And uh, today we're going to be talking about two specific shows. One we've had an ongoing fun relationship with, which is <laughs> better Call Saul. And this
1: is our second last review for this uh, season. Yeah. yeah.
0: Penultimate ap- episode. Yep. We're going to be talking about and. And then we're going to be reviewing and I'm going to be talking about a show that I just started watching, which has been out for a number of years and just restarted on Netflix, which is Twin
1: Peaks. So grab your climbing gear and let's jump right on this mountain. <laughs>
0: no hiking in that one. Oh, actually. OK, no climbing, gotcha. But not su- yeah, because according to the name, you would think maybe. Yeah, maybe. Maybe so. But yeah. So um, before that, though, Matt, why don't you give our listeners some different ways to get connected?
1: Yeah, everybody, mm-hmm. you can connect with us in the social media universe, whether it be Facebook uh, slash Real Review Media or Twitter and Instagram at Real Review Media. And uh, you can also find us um, on our website at realreviewmedia.com, where we actually have connections to all of those wonderful things, whether it be the newsletter and uh, other social intermedia connected universe, you know, dark universes. Yes. And um <laughs> You can also send us an email. Let us know uh, if there's any new shows uh, that you want us to check out. Um, send us an email. Let us, let us know what's going on. We're, we're in this like weird summertime thing where we're kind of in the calm before the storm right before a bunch of new shows hit. So uh, let us know what's out there, and we'll we'll try and check them out. But, uh, yeah, that's really it. Send us an email cool. at realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Yeah. That sounds awesome.
0: So like I said, we're going to be talking about these two shows today. We're going to be probably taking on – I think you mentioned you're going to be watching – uh, hopefully a bit of The Mist. The Mist, yeah, that Since actually
1: premieres out. this week, and it's a six-episode uh, season one, so based off of the right. Stephen, Stephen King novel, yeah.
0: Right, so we're going to keep some uh, some of the shows going. I think right now it's a bit of a lull in a lot of the you know, television yeah. shows for us to, to review and give thoughts on. Uh, we're going to keep things going with checking out some maybe some older shows as well yeah. that we haven't had a chance to review or check out. Um, and so, yeah, definitely stay tuned for all that. But why don't we then get into our first show uh, of the two that we're going to be talking about, which is Better Call Saul. Yeah, for sure. So uh, what did you think of this last episode uh, entitled Fall? It was good, and it was a fall, man. Poor <laughs>
1: Irene.
0: I felt so, so bad for Irene. I, I was like, I wanted to just give her a hug. She seemed like such a nice old lady, and just Jimmy. I mean, he
1: really like kind of broke bad on that one.
0: Yeah, that was the first time I think I've seen Jimmy do something through one of his, you know, cons.
1: Like really despicable. It
0: was pretty despicable. Yeah. yeah, he's definitely done some bad things, but it's usually been to people that kind of deserve it. Yeah. Um, so y- you don't really feel too bad for him, but this one, like Irene, she definitely didn't deserve the treatment that she was getting. Right. Um, so yeah, I mean, with him, you know, he's trying to manipulate the circumstances to get her to settle on the Sandpiper case because if she does, and when she does, he's going to get a payout of like a million some dollars. Yeah. Like a bunch which, of money. Right. Sets him up, helps him out because he can't practice law right now, and he's been struggling to try and get the money to, you know, keep the the law from going with Kim. Yeah. So it made sense. But I just felt like the motives and the plan and the reason that he went for it, the way that he went about going to do it, just felt really bad. Oh, yeah. And it made me go, isn't there some other way you could do that? You know, couldn't you send an anonymous letter yeah. or something that would just not <laughs> make yeah. this
1: poor lady? Yeah, you know, it's crazy. And, get, and You go through so much suffering. I mean, I think it's interesting, too, because you're kind of... Here's the thing. With this show, you like Jimmy, and you're rooting for him, even though he does things that you don't like. This yeah. was probably the worst thing that we've seen him do. He's kind of going down that path, too, though. But we're still kind of like, Jimmy, we don't like that, but we still kind of want to see you be successful. But yeah. I like the fact that the show, at the end, like when he's like, hey, they're going to settle, and he's trying to celebrate, yeah. he doesn't get that like uh, satisfaction because yeah. like Kim can't celebrate with, it, with him. And and he's, so he's just kind of like, but I just, you know, okay, <laughs> yeah. you know? And I'm like, okay, you don't deserve to celebrate. That was kind of just messed up what you did. Right. And that's one of the things that this show does so well in a way is that
0: a lot of times when a character overcomes a personal struggle, but like in a non-good way, in Mm -hmm. a non-beneficial way, it's kind of like, you don't get, it's not all good or all bad. You get kind of that gray area where it's kind of like, it's good, but it's also bad. And you don't, like, wins aren't necessarily a win. There's a win and a loss at the same time. And a lot of things happen with that with Vince Gilligan shows. I mean, even with, you know, Breaking Bad and Walt. It's it's (laughs) constantly a situation where it's like, yeah, he won, but did he win? Like, who's the real winner in this circumstance? And that was definitely the feel from this, Whole situation, yeah. it feels like he is slowly going into more and more of the darker territory. I mean, with everything that happened in the prior episode, with him doing the slip and fall, yeah, um, and staging that whole situation, and then basically threatening this guy with a lawsuit. That right. yeah, you know, the guy was a jerk, but he was just doing his job, yeah, you know, in order to to make the money that he needed in order to stay at the law firm. So it's feeling like he's going to darker and darker territory, especially with this. And you could even see it in the way that because he uses a bingo game to kind of break you know, the final straw, if you will, on Irene um, by rigging it to have her win after he's kind of set all the girls yeah. in the, the nursing home against her. And um, you could see him thinking about it and trying to process it. And I wasn't sure there if he was thinking like, should I do this because of legality issues or should I do this because it's just a really mean thing to do? Yeah. But he ends up doing it and you feel like, well, maybe now he's kind of been set down a path that he can't really get away from. Right. He can't really back out of. You know what I mean? Because he's going to have to live with that, the way that he went about doing that. It's definitely going to have some pretty significant issues on like HHM, who is now being sued by Chuck, Chuck yeah. which I thought was a good a good twist. Yeah. Um, again, I still don't care about Chuck all that much. Right. But I do appreciate the whole situation of Chuck, you know, kind of suing Howard um, in order to kind of get the money or to right. stay practicing because it really felt like these are people that would do
1: something like this yeah. and they're kind of getting what they deserved. For sure. They're just desserts in a way. Um Nacho. Yes. So he, uh, we, uh, Hector, you know, took his pill, but nothing happened. Yeah. And he, I was just like, ah. Well, I think, <laughs> like, yeah,
0: I think with that, um, it's not going to be like necessarily an immediate thing. Yeah. It's designed to like his- Over time. Right, over time, his body will just fail him because he's he's not taking his medication. And, um, he's thinking he's taking it, and the ibuprofen is kind of nulling, numbing yeah. it at the moment that it's like having an impact. But yeah, eventually it'll be like a tipping point.
1: Then I felt bad for Nacho a little bit, and his dad kind of disowning him a little bit there and kicking yeah. him out. I was like, eh, yeah, you're a bad guy. But like I said before, Nacho's kind of won me over a little bit. I kind of appreciate him a little bit in this show. <laughs> yeah. Something likable about him. I don't know why he's just kind of like this weird soft so, soft-spoken, like thug you know <laughs> yeah and you got a little bit more of his hair like his background yeah because it it, it. prior to this you
0: just kind of always felt like he was maybe pulled into it or kind of had to do it or just yeah. decided to do it it's like you've seen that he struggled with working with him and his being a part of his family and he'd probably been lying to his dad and telling his dad he wasn't working with him because his dad gets pretty upset when he finds out that he'd been working with him so I don't know. It was it was a good insight. It's actually going to be sad when I'm guessing he dies. Cause yeah, probably. He's probably going to pass on.
1: But it looks like he'll probably make it to the end of the yeah. season. Yeah. Hopefully, and we'll see. And I liked, um, yeah, like seeing Mike over at Madrigal finally uh, get, talking to Lydia, which they said you know you'll be done after twenty weeks, which we all yeah. know that that partnership is not going to end after twenty weeks. Right. He's going to be working for Gus long term later on. But um, the big the big cliffhanger. Yes, the big cliffhanger with Cliff, with Kim, (laughs) sorry, Cliff, (laughs) Cliff the cliffhanger. I thought you were joking. (laughs) No, I almost did, yeah. Okay.
0: Uh, With Kim. Yep. And um, we had kind of had it hinted in earlier in the episode where she like kind of almost wrecks her car. Yeah. Um, she's trying to get it out of that dirt and she finally does and then she manages to stop, stop it, it just right in the nick of time. Yeah. And I kind of saw that as a foreshadowing thing and I thought it was pretty clever how it's like, "Oh, she's on the brink of, you know, getting in an accident, yeah. of failing, of hitting a wall, you know, metaphorically, realistically." Yeah. And then the very end of the episode, sure enough, you know, she's she's rushing to get to her next meeting with all of her files and uh, split second just boom gets in an accident and that yeah. actually freaked me out yeah, that the moment the that happened that I had my headphones on that. and I was watching it and it just like jumped startled <laughs> me very realistic I think in a way because yeah. she's just completely either zonked and zoned out from just exhaustion or just not paying attention and just boom Hits the, I think the guardrail, right? Yeah, it's like a
1: boulder. Yeah, boulder or something.
0: something. Yeah, Yeah, and just papers everywhere. She's obviously injured. Probably not going to make it to her meeting, I'm (laughs) guessing. Um, Are you sure? Yeah, I'm I'm thinking. She could just brush that off. (laughs) She could just, yeah, just walk it off. Walk it off, Kim. Right. I mean, what's his name? Did it in that uh, drumming movie, right? Right. Yeah. (laughs) 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 Just kidding, yeah. Um, So, uh, yeah, I don't think she's going to be recovering from that anytime soon. So, we'll see what the fallout from that is. Um, if that makes an impact on how she's able to do her law stuff or she's gotta you know find a new client or something like that i don't know so a bit of a cliffhanger there i think it's ending in a pretty interesting way we'll see if you know there's been hints about potentially one of the other major players of breaking bad you know specifically jesse yeah making
1: a cameo and uh, we'll see i'd Maybe. love to see him but I, yeah. I think it'll probably be four i feel like season four might be the last season i feel like that's in my mindset, that's kind of what it
0: needs to be. Yeah. But we'll see. I mean, I wouldn't have felt that way if it hadn't have been for, I think, the two or three episodes prior to this last one. I think the last three episodes or so have kind of felt like they're just trying to right. spin it out a little bit. This last one had a, a lot of really significant stuff happen. Yeah. And like, you know, we talked about, the, the show does a really good job of not just presenting fluff to kind of be there. It, it all ties in. Right. It all fits what they present. It's just sometimes the... It's not fluff, but it's sometimes the stuff that they do present is just not as significant, right? And not as important. It's just yeah. kind of like okay, more of like a just like get us to the next part sort of stuff. For sure. So yeah, so I thought it was good. I thought everything with Mike was cool too, and his kind of like you know begrudgingly signing the documents and
1: signing his. He's life very over cautious. He's like, yeah. "Why do you need my my ID and my social yeah. security card?" Yeah. Why, why, you know, he's very like, I don't know what, tell me, you know, (laughs) he's very, (laughs) very, very cautious, but we like Mike.
0: Yes. We like Mike as well. So cool. Uh, What would you give? So rating wise? 8.5. 8.5. I would probably give pretty much the same. Cool. Around 8.5 for this episode. I dig. Awesome. Cool. So then we'll move into our final show that we're going to be talking about on the podcast today. And uh, I'm going to be talking about this mostly. Matt, if you have any questions you want to throw my way, feel free to. Yes. So (laughs) how
1: many mountains do we climb? (laughs) Two. Okay. Twins. Yes. Yes. Twin they're, s- they're the same. Yes, yes. Exactly. Okay.
0: So we're talking about a show called Twin Peaks. Um, it's a David Lynch show. Um, it's actually the creators are Mark Frost and David Lynch. Um, as many of you may know or may not know, David Lynch is a very famous uh, surrealist filmmaker and uh, television showmaker, uh, creator, I guess you will. He likes to create um, projects and shows that have a very surrealistic, artistic at times um, nature, So they do tend to have some grounding in reality, a little bit, but, you know, they're, they're not completely surrealistic. You know, they're not like some weird auteur film type thing. So they do tend to make a little bit of sense, but they are definitely stylistically more of the surreal nature. Gotcha. Uh, Twin Peaks is a show. So this came after he'd already made uh, a pretty big splash with a couple of other films, um, but had, I believe, already done and failed um, Dune. So yeah. Dune, Dune had already been made, and that was kind of a big flop for him. Um, and then he came out with a couple others. I'm trying to remember what came out a little bit before this one. Um, let's see here.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't recall. Oh, Blue either. Velvet was the other one. Velvet,
0: yeah, Velvet. Blul, but uh, the big <laughs> one that kind of like got him the notoriety in the like the Hollywood, LA type world was Elephant Man. Okay, um, yeah. that was the you know, and a lot of people have probably seen that one as a pretty crazy film, dark film. Um, about a guy with the elephantitis and his struggles and stuff. So, um, but then, you know, after blue velvet, I believe that he went on to make this show. And so I don't know a lot. I've seen some David Lynch stuff and I didn't know a lot about the production and of itself of twin peaks. Um, this is a film – the The main reason that I took it on is because it just got renewed by Netflix for at least a 2017 new season, so at least a single run. And a lot of people are saying some very positive, good things about it. Um, I didn't know about it a lot about it myself. Um, I had heard bits and pieces about how weird it is and crazy it kind of gets, and I was interested because I'm always – I'm a fan of checking out things that are just kind of like – non-standard you yeah. know as far as film goes i appreciate people trying to kind of push the threshold a little bit with you know the way that they present things and the way they show things um doing things a bit differently and we're just looking for content right now too so yeah. figured you know new show for me that's got a new season coming out why why not go check it out and so at this point i'm only about four episodes in so i haven't had a chance to
1: watch it so how how long has it been on for do you know it's a couple seasons uh it's got two
0: seasons okay. 1990 yeah. through 1991 um i'm so, it, I'm not exactly sure on all the reasons behind its cancellation. Um, there might be some reason. I'm going to, the thing is, is I kind of want to watch it through yeah. and then go back and kind of research some different stuff. It was on Showtime, yeah. was the original run. Um, I'm guessing it just probably didn't have the numbers that it needed, but it's got about 20, 20 some episodes each season. Um, and th- my feeling so far with it, the funny thing was, is I'm only a couple episodes in, and I was really expecting with the first episode to just be kind of like, what is going on? This is so crazy. This is weird. This is surreal. It's different. And the first episode I actually really didn't like. Okay. I actually really had a hard time with the first episode. And one of the things I will say about it is it's it's aged a bit. You know what I mean? Sure. It's, it's a film that came out the beginning of 1990. It's a show, I should say and so there's music things and there's technology things and there's clothing choice things that are just like <laughs> okay that's aged and that's obviously yeah you know a bit different now but i can i can forgive a lot of that obviously because it's the, there's nothing you can do about that that, right. that just is the way it is the this the problem that i had with it really was is it it was very melodramatic i mean okay. it was so it was almost the point of being soap opera esque at times with the music and the reactions and the over the topness of so people like, oh, like you screaming like, oh, she's dead, <laughs> you know, like and the way that everybody's like, you know, this person's sleeping with that person and they don't know it and this person's abusive and that person's on drugs and da da da. It just felt very sounds like a soap opera. It absolutely it felt very much like a soap opera and there was very <laughs> little to it for me to grasp onto that made me go like, okay, well, why is this like, how is this a David Lynch project? Like, where is this weird or surreal at all? And I was like, well, maybe he's doing it as almost like a satire. Like he knows that it's that way and he's just playing that up. But you know, it's, I wanted to give it more time to kind of do its thing. And the episode picks up a lot more. Um, so there's a, it's a big cast, um, of a lot of people, um, David Lynch likes to work with people like on an ongoing basis. If you bring somebody in for a project, I'm seeing that he kind of likes to to bring them on to other projects. And so like one of the main guys, Dale Cooper, is played by Kyle uh, McLaughlin, okay. Lachlan, who is also the main one of the main actors from Dune. Yeah. Um, and so there's other actors that he's brought on. Um, so a couple other names, uh, Michael Antkeen, uh, Madchen Amik, uh, Dana Ashbrook, Richard Boehmer, uh Laura Flynn Boyle, and Charlene Fenn, Warren Frost, you've got a ton, Peggy Lipton, uh, who plays a really funny character in the show. Um, So you've got a pretty big cast of characters because he's dealing with, it's more or less the story of this guy, uh, Dale Cooper. He's a special agent for the FBI. There's a murder of uh, a young girl and he goes into the town to investigate the murder and to find out like the events before and proceeding and kind of figure out what killed her. And um, prior to him showing up in the show in the first episode, because he shows up about halfway through, the show very much felt like it was like a straight up soap opera type thing. Right. It actually really starts to pick up and that's kind of what kept me on board was when he shows up, especially in Dale Cooper. He plays this really, um, I don't know how you would explain it, um, very quirky, kind of silly, idiosyncratic type guy who's like, like a perfect example, is he's like, "Hey, if you hey, you know about this diner that's on the way up here, he's like, I stopped there and had the best pie ever." But he's like an FBI agent. And he gets like super excited about random things. You know what I mean? So like, <laughs> it sounds you know, like, he's like me. <laughs> he's like, "I need a place." It does, yeah. He's like, "I need a place that's clean. It's got a television, and it's have good coffee." But that's all. I don't need anything special. I don't need anything crazy. And he's just very like, he's very like um, uh, disciplined and structured. But he's not so. He's not like that way in a legalistic, rude unfriendly way like he says to the guy in the very beginning like the sheriff that's there he's like he's like look we got to talk about this now it's not a comfortable thing to talk about but we got to talk about it I'm going to be in charge I'm going to tell you what to do but I hope we can work together and I hope it can be a good relationship and he's like he's doing it though in like a friendly kind of playful banter way and it really makes you like him okay he's a very amiable kind of fun guy and it that's kind of reminds
1: me of like a child sticking to like a schedule or something yeah like, he, he, he's, like, my he's like he's almost in a way he's but... almost like a kid okay but
0: he's a very 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 intelligent kid like right. he's super he's intuitive to the point where he's like a Sherlock Holmesy intuitive and he, he picks up on like hints on things and some of it is that surrealistic nature Yeah, like there's a, the scene that really got me laughing and like just enjoying the craziness of the show so far was like in the third episode he does this thing it's like this ritual that he learned to figure out um how to like proceed with an investigation it's this rock throwing ceremony okay where he literally writes all these names on a board and then has everybody stand and do like a specific thing as he throws ro- like say a name and then he throws a rock at a jar and if it like if it hits the jar and breaks then like that's the person that he needs to investigate and he's like throwing them in like one like hits the stump and it falls over, but it doesn't break. So that means this thing. And like one of them bounces off the stump and like hits one of the cops in the forehead. And the guy's like, "Ow!" (laughs) it's like, what does that mean? Like, yeah, that doesn't mean anything. So (laughs) it's just, it's weird and quirky and it's funny at times. And then it goes into these like kind of weirdly dark moments where it talks about, you know, people that have been like tortured and they're, you know, drug addicted and a spousal abuse and, and, you know, cheating on each other and like all these really, and it's getting darker and darker. Um, and so I'm finding it more enjoyable. I'm I'm starting to like it a lot more, and I'm getting more invested in the characters and the story. Um, prior to the events of you know Dale showing up in the the second and third episodes, it really felt kind of too soap opera y. Sure. Too kind of I mean even if it was tongue in cheek, even if it was it satire, it just was really bad gotcha. and really tough to me. So it's it's kind of coming into its own. It's getting a lot more enjoyable to me. It started to get in some pretty crazy. There's like a dream sequence that happens in the third episode that's just like okay, whoa, that's pretty crazy. Like yeah. what's happening here? And so the, the surreal stuff is starting to kick in a little bit and I'm starting to enjoy it a lot more. And so I'm excited to give it a full run, cool. um, and kind of see where it goes. It's frustrating me because coming in on it this far in the pat in the future from when the show's already out, yeah. like I already know that it's like 26
1: or 27 years,
0: right? Like the main mystery of trying to figure out like how this poor girl dies. Yeah. Um, like that doesn't get solved. You know what I mean? Cause they're like, they just released a new season. And so it's like, I kind of know where the end is at right now. And that makes it a bit tough because right. it's, it, there's not that much suspense in regards to like, is he going to figure it out? Is he going to get it solved? But there's enough with the characters and there's enough with the story. Um, it's not shot amazingly well, to be honest. I, I don't think it's, it's like an amazing cinematography type thing. Um, but it, it's interesting enough with the story and the characters. And that's like a key thing is good characters. Yeah. You know, it's interesting enough to keep me watching. Cool. So I would definitely suggest um, it's not a you know a kid show. It's sure. got definitely some very adult content. Um, but Matt, you know, if you get a chance to check it out, there. they've got it streaming on Netflix right now. Sweet. Um, I would definitely encourage people.
1: Yeah, yeah. check it out. Sweet man. What would you uh, rate what you've seen so far?
0: So far, it's hard to say. I would probably give it about an eight out of ten. Okay. Cool. So far, which pretty is good. pretty good. Yeah. yeah. So, do you have any thoughts? Any questions? No. That's no. it. No. Cool. All that's right. It, dude. So we're going to go ahead and then wrap things up then on the Tube Talk episode. Um, give you a few quick ways to get connected to us again. A few quick ways, not kick. Yeah, kick quick, whatever. <laughs> kick yourself <laughs> into gear with these quick ways to get connected. So uh, you can check out our website, which is realreviewmedia.com. We've got a newsletter there. We're always posting good content up. And then uh, we have our Facebook, which is facebook.com slash realreviewmedia. We also have our Instagram and our Twitter which are both at Real Review Media. Uh, You can follow us. Check us out there. Click on the little follow link and see uh, what we've got going on in those different things. Matt, you're always posting cool stuff.
1: Do it, yep. Yep.
0: And then uh, for sure, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, maybe you've got a show you'd like for us to check out. Uh, we do take our listeners' suggestions for shows uh, and try to give them a look-see if we can. Uh, once we get enough people that <laughs> make suggestions on right. different shows, we do try to check them out. So i uh, love to hear from you. You can email us at realreviewmedia at gmail.com. Do it. So yeah, Uh, anything more, Matt? No, that's it. All right, well, it's been real. It's been real.